Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee. All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Brought to you in part by our good friends over there at the Driveway Company in Grimes. Do you have a little driveway separation going on? Do you have a little cracking, denting, potting? Does your truck disappear when you pull it home? Well, hey, don't put up with that. Call the driveway company out there at 515-850-1072, and they will take great care of you at the driveway company. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. They did a great job on my driveway. They'll do the same for you. All right, so how's everybody? Jeff, good morning. Knudsen, uh, good to see you out there. Good to see you. Uh, we got a fun show. We're going to be talking with Ethan from Grizzly Coolers here in a few seconds. We'll talk a little hunting with Ethan, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other stuff going on. we got David from Arctic Guys calling in at 8 o'clock. they got some new stuff we want to tell you about. We're also going to tell you about a very special event that uh, we're doing for one of our families down at the Milo Locker. Good morning, Jim. How are you, man? Good morning. Good to see you. Uh, it's going to be June 12th. Good morning, Wade, over there at a Live Action Decoys in Illinois. Good to see you, Wader. Tell, uh, tell the missus I said hi. We got uh, we, we got a lot to do. It's going to go really fast. Andrew is around doing something, so as soon as he gets in here, we'll get our guest on. <laughs> Typical Andrew, man. We start, the, we start the show, and he's not here. Are you going to get the guest on, or are you, are you do? Well, here's what happened. Somebody forgot to load our logs, so we have no commercials, which is good for you guys, but it's going to kill me. <laughs> So, we, we'll we'll get it taken care of. We yeah, got it yeah, under. That's control. fine. We'll be fine. Good morning, Mudcat. Good morning, Clue Patch. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, uh, Tony Two on there. How you doing? So uh, anyway, what a week! What a week! So what a week! I want to thank uh, Jake from State Farm over there at Sportsman's Warehouse. I went and bought a Elite Encore yesterday because I gave my other bow away for the ARL. Remember and. Uh, I had to buy another bow to take with me for turkey season. So I, uh, Jake over there at, uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, I, he's the general manager's name's Jake. I call him Jake from State Farm, but it's Jake from Sportsman's. But anyway, he, uh, we, we got, uh, got my backup bow ready to go and that was fun. Good morning. Uh, man, you guys are rocking now. Richard, good morning. Brandon, good morning. Charles, good morning. Jeremy Lee, good morning. Hey, Jeremy, Texas, how you doing? Corey Weaver, good morning. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in this morning. So, All right. Uh, let's see. I told you that. I told you that. Sponsor of the week is Advanced Family Dentistry. 
And uh, you'll understand why that uh, the fine folks at Advanced Home and Dentistry are the sponsor of the week. Let me just put it to you this way. They just donated $3,000 to something that we're doing on the show. Three grand. And to me, they're special anyway. But they're going to give somebody. One is somebody here watching this, this podcast or this live stream or listening to me on the radio right now is going to benefit from that. Heading out to do some fishing this morning. Well, Richard, why wouldn't you be? You're a nice crappie the other way. I saw your picks, man. Good, good slabbers. Some uh, field work and then uh, bird and the bird dog. Yeah, you got a you got a big deal there. Kenny Cole, good morning, Kenny. Corey Weaver, good morning. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, let's just head over to the phones. We'll talk to Ethan, and then I'll tell you about this big event we coming up in June. So, and then why Dr. Yegi is so nice. Mr. Ethan, how you doing? Good. How are you doing this morning? Boy, I, Ethan, we're going to call you back real quick. We got a bad connection. Okay. All okay. Right. We'll call you right back. That was that was horrible. That he sounded like he was on a three day spam spam feast or spam something. bender spam bender <laughs> man. I tell you, that's crazy. Morning, Brian. Good to see you. Brian's just getting done doing a little scouting for turkeys this morning uh, with the boy for you season. That is awesome. Like to see that. Good morning, Kenny. Yeah, you guys rocking, man. This morning. Thanks for live stream brought to you by the fine folks at Imperial RV Center, Brandon. Boat going in the water for the first time this year. Brandon, good good for you, man. Go go get him. I can't wait to get my boat. It It's going to be probably uh, mid-April. I'm sorry, mid-May or June. Matt, good morning, Matt, over there in Pennsylvania. Good to see you. Let's see if we got a better connection for old Ethan. Ethan, are you there? Have we established communication? Uh, good. I hope we're okay now. Now that's way better, man. You sounded, you sounded like you were on a three day spam bender. <laughs> How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Everything good over there, uh, on the, uh, Northeast side of the state? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, uh, we had the snow for a week and now spring seems to be, uh, poking its head out and, um, it's, you know, you're trying to think about Turkey and all those things and, uh, it's, 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 it's all good. Well, there you go. That's exciting. Have you and Isaac started scouting turkeys yet? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, we're trying to find where they roost and you know do all that you know pre scouting stuff so we're successful. So, um, but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, you're kind of in a great place in the state over there by Decorah. I mean, you guys, you got excellent fishing up in there, and then you got excellent deer and turkey hunting as well. And it's so beautiful out there. Uh, I'm kind of jealous a little bit. It's, uh, I mean, we're very fortunate, very blessed to be living in this area. We, you know, most people think of Iowa, you know, as, as pretty, you know, cornfields and, and flat and we're, we're nestled in this, uh, between, uh, you know, the Mississippi and this, and this ridge, uh, basically running through here. So there's a lot of deer, there's a lot of, uh, limestone streams, uh, you know, small streams that hold a lot of you know, beautiful trout and, and then, you know, there's, there's turkey and all kinds of wild game that you can chase around here. Yeah. Yeah, you guys did good. Tony Sowers, good morning. Gary, good morning on our live stream. Good morning. Rob, Mountain Man, good morning. Ethan, we got Mountain Man in Pennsylvania listening to us this morning. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, old Mountain Man. Good morning, Dan. How are you doing this morning? So I, I got to tell you, it was, uh, it was good seeing Isaac at the Deer Classic. He did a really good job. So just so you know, everybody was happy. Uh-huh. Grizzly was there. And, uh, man, what it was just nice, Ethan, just to have an outdoor event 
finally in this country. I think we were the number one deer show uh, a couple of weeks ago here in Iowa. It's great. I mean, I think everybody just uh, maybe uh, got to take a deep breath and, uh, you know, come in and see and see people face to face. Um, you know, those things are important, not only in society, but just, you know, all around, you know, lifts the spirits and, and nothing better than, you know, the, the industry that we're in and the outdoor industry. I think we understand that you know, more than probably anybody, and, and I think it was uh, for a lot of people just to get out and, and uh, you know, and, and dream about uh, their next adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Big hit of the show was uh, that Grizzly Ground Blind, man. I can't believe you guys improved on that thing. Well, we're, we're doing our best. Um, we're really trying to make uh, that thing the, the best uh, hunting experience that you know, one can have, uh, and that from, uh, you know, all the little things that we've uh, made better in our, our windows. We you know, will say that we you know, believe that they're the best in the industry just as you far as, like, a little bit, Andrew. Just as far as uh, how they how they operate, you know, one-hand operation, friction hinges. Um, if, if you never hunted from a blind or if you've hunted from blinds for years, I mean, the one thing that, uh, you know, I'll tell you is the moment of truth happens, you know, when that big buck comes walking in and you have to wrestle with the window, it is, uh, the anxiety level goes up a little bit. Yeah. And, well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in ours, you won't have that. It's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, operational free. If you had wheels on that thing, you could live in that. You could make that your camper. <laughs> we do laugh about that. Yeah. Um, Definitely made uh, a fortress or, or a little house. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I, folks, if you've never seen a grizzly ground blind, you can actually get inside this thing. I mean, it's made like a, it's made like they're coolers. It's a roto molded blind, and it's it's got it's got flooring in it. It's super soft, quiet. Um, the the interior is just it may, you have to see it to to really appreciate it. But you can get inside of this blind and yell at the top of your lungs and you could be standing two feet outside of it, not hear the person inside. That's right. how well insulated it is. I mean, it's crazy, Ethan. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we really took the, the sound, um, the essence of sound, uh, very seriously mm -hmm. in designing it. And, uh, you know, we put a, a insulation kit inside and just, you know, hold teeth and helps you stay warm. But uh, it's a sound happening tool basically um you know that helps you know keep that sound out and then the floor um we just didn't put any old floor it's actually a, a you know microbial floor is a is a you know a stress relief uh floor meaning like you're not if you stood up on it um, your legs to you know wear out or or anything like that. are you bouncing That's around cool. are you bouncing around the house we keep losing you really yeah um, no i'm not i'm in one spot, so okay, all right. Maybe I'll move around here and see if I find a better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, man. Ethan, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Um, That's... yeah. So no, we, we we put. A, I hope you can hear me, but uh, we put a, put a lot of effort into that. We think it's a, it's a great uh, system, an all around system from the shelf to to the flooring to the windows for 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 anybody to hunt out of that. Yeah, you did a good, you did a really good job on it. So, hey, what's what's new for twenty one? I, I I didn't really get a chance to visit with Isaac. He was so busy with everything. What uh, what do you guys got new? I know you got a new a new size cooler for the big size coming out. Uh, yeah, we got some we got some new size coolers. I mean, we're working on some things with the soft sides that will be out later uh, this summer. 
um, that you'll see you'll see with that. And then we've got some with a, a new cup design uh, that you're going to see that it's going to be a, a mug style cup. Um, you're going to see that later this summer. Um, okay. Those are really the only things. A few new colors. Um, uh, we spent a lot of time, you know, on the blind this year and um, making sure that that was you know, where we wanted it in the market. And um, but uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward to uh, to the things that are coming. Yeah, I got my grizzly uh, my grizzly coffee t- uh, tumbler in my hand as we speak. I love this is my favorite coffee tumbler or coffee mug of all time. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, they're 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 fun. And uh, they're, they're one of those things you just, like, once you have one, you, you drink your coffee if you don't want to drink out of anything else. No. I mean, it's awesome. So where are you going hunting at this year? Are you, are you guys going anywhere? Are you going up to Minnesota or anything with Isaac? I'll be hunting a little bit of Minnesota, mostly probably just doing turkey there. But I, I head to Nebraska. I'm doing mule deer again. And then I'm heading to Colorado doing elk um, and looking at a couple other options for, uh, you know, maybe for um, uh, doing some antelope. So. There you go. Well, you'll. I hope you do as good as I did in Colorado. I mean, Colorado is really one of my favorite places to go elk hunt. I mean, you, people think Arizona, New Mexico. Now they've got some giant elk in those states. So I'm not saying they don't, but Colorado a lot of elk population, or the herds are really good. Um, you might not get the. You might not get a 400 inch bull, but I, I mean, I shot a 285, and I'm I'm tickled pink with the one I got. Oh, I would be too. You know, I mean, I, I'm. I'm just, uh, it actually last year was my first year doing it. So it was uh, an introduction into it and just fell in love with the. Uh, it's like know, turkey hunt, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And and that's what's cool. And what's real about it is you enjoy it with a lot of people. You know, whitetail, you do do a lot alone. Um, at least, you know, in my, in my, my instances, you know, do elk, there's a little bit more, you know, hunting with, with someone else and a buddy by your side um, and those types of things. So it's just a little different experience. All right. Well, listen, I wanted to get you on, uh, if, uh, the new sauce, uh, when are those going to be available? I know those have been a big hit for everybody that goes out tailgating and fishing. Yeah. yeah they're those, those for us are going to be in and are going to be, we're going to have a, uh, a, a new, um, one of those probably by the end of 21. Okay. So that's where you're going to see it and probably not until around Christmas time. Okay. Well, that's perfect for Christmas, man. Yeah. Yeah, I you got to be happy about that. And then you guys got new can coolers too that you can put your favorite can beverage in too. Yes, so we pretty much uh, took the whole can side. So you know we have a you know just the grizzly can, then we have the pounder, which is for the sixteen ounce blend can for you know those guys guys and gals that like to drink uh, white claws and 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 the skinnier you know canned beverages. So um, we have one that's called the grizzly uh, slim can. The Grizzly Slim. I like that. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're going to let you go a little early today. Uh, I, I don't know if it's our phone or yours, but we're it's really kind of a little rough to hear you. Um, yeah, you, sorry about the connection. Hey, you don't have to be sorry. We love you, man. So, <laughs> hey, tell uh, tell everybody how they can find more information out about Grizzly, Ethan. Yes, please visit our website at uh, grizzlycoolers.com. Uh, you know, shop around there. Those are the places that you're going to find the information about our, our product and our history and those types of things and, um, and shop there for the best deals. All right. Thanks buddy. Tell everybody hi and thank you for me. All right. Thank you. There he goes. Ethan Pohl from Grizzly Coolers, really super nice guy and great stuff. And, uh, good morning to Kent and good morning to Ken. Uh, good morning to Jesse. 
Good morning, everybody watching me on Facebook Live right now is getting to see this. But today, we're going to do one trivia prize today. Today, I am giving away a Tacticam FTS system, a film through your scope system. So for all my my scope turkey hunters or my predator hunters, uh, this is going to be something you're going to want to win on trivia today. This thing is the bomb. You can film all your hunts through your scope, which is really, really cool. So that's going to be the trivia prize for today, and I'll tell you more about that later. Uh, before, let, you know what? Let me go to break real quick, and I'll tell. When we come back, I want to tell you about a really cool event that we got coming up. So I want to thank the fine folks at Three River RV Storage in Carlisle. You're going to be hearing me tell you a lot about these guys, Tracy, Dick, and Danielle out there. They're uh, just just a little bit north of where Wyckoff Heating and Cooling is. If you need a spot for your boat or your RV, they, they're so reasonable. It's $60 a month. You get one month free when you pay for the year. Uh, they're 12 by 50 assigned spots. They've got 24-7 access, secure gates, cameras, discounts for multiple spots. And uh, if you want more information, I want you to give them a holler at 515-822-1362 and tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. But I'll tell you more about these guys here in a, in a week, we'll start with them in a, in a couple weeks. Okay. So I just wanted to say hi and thank you. And that's where I'll be putting my trailer and my, and my other stuff out there at uh, three rivers, boat and RV storage in Carlisle. All right. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's outdoors. Dan on 1350 ESPN. Well, waking up the outdoors at outdoors. Dan on 1350 ESPN mountain man. Oh, Matt, Matt, Pennsylvania has got me laughing. He said, mountain man's going to be with me riding our Harleys. Nobody messes with the mountain man. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with mountain man. No way. I, that boy's he's big and scary. So June 12th, um, here's what's going on. I, uh, I kind of did a little Facebook live yesterday and I wanted to give everybody kind of a heads up. One of our, one of our partners on the show that's been with me for probably 15, 16 years, a long, long, long time is the Milo locker. And, uh, Daryl and Ange and, and just all the gang down there are family to me. I, they've been so good to the show and to my, to you, the listeners, you know, they help me every year, give those free deer processings away and they sponsor and partner the show. They're just, I, I, I just love them. Well, they're one of their, their daughter, Lacey, Lacey's had a bad couple years. Um, I, I don't really, I don't know how much the family really wants me to go into it, but she had a cardiovascular accident. Um, and now she's had another one and they just had a baby and we want to do something to help them out because as you can imagine, you know, with being younger folks, you know, their medical bills are just astronomical. So, um, I was talking to, uh, at the office down there and I said, well, why don't we just do a, a fundraiser or a benefit? And, uh, they liked that idea. So I want you to all do me a big favor if you can. I want you to put June 12th on your calendar for me, okay? And I'm going to be telling you more about this as we get close. But uh, June 12th from 4 to 6 to uh, we're going to do like a hot dog grab, a brat grab. We're going to have free free uh, hot dogs and brats. And then we're going to do an online auction to raise money for uh, for uh, Lacey and her family, okay? One, here, one of the things that with COVID, you know, I thought maybe we could do something in person, but we're going to set up a drive-by so we're going to have to go boxes. So as you come and get a free hot dog or a brat down at the Milo locker, um, you know, you could also do a free will offering, you know, throw a 20 in, throw a 10, whatever you want to do it. 
Um, but we're going to have an auction list of the stuff that you are going to be able to go online and bid for. Now, one of the items uh, that we're going to be doing for the auction, uh, there's a couple things we're going to do. One, I'm going to donate one of my bows again. So uh, we'll have a brand new or pretty much brand new Elite already set up and tuned with a, a with a QAD Elite QAD rest on it. That would be about a, almost a $1,200 bow, okay? So you'll have a chance to, to get one of those. Good morning, Jeff. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, the big thing is, and why I, why I said advanced family dentistry in Ankeny was one of the, was the sponsor of the week. I called Donovan down at triple H outfitters because we film respect the game TV there every year. That's where I used to outdoors traditions when I had my own TV show. And it's really one of my favorite places in the whole country to hunt. I I've, I've taken clients down there. I've taken listeners from the show down there that have come with me and everybody that's went has either went back or wanted to go back. Um, you, you go, you come down there as a client, you leave as a friend. I mean, that's, that's really how it is at triple H outfitters. They, they are so super nice down there. Everybody falls in love with it, with Connie and, and Hilly and, and Donovan and Charlie and, uh, just Jan, everybody. It's just, it's some of the best hunting you're ever going to get all free range but it's also some of the best people in the world you're ever going to get to meet. And that's why I go down there. I, even when I I'm done filming and, and, uh, and, and not doing it on TV anymore, I'm still going to go down there and hunt every year because it's really one of my favorite places to go. I cannot wait to go Turkey hunting here down there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I get up at three o'clock every morning. Now my, my body just wakes up because I'm in, I'm on triple H Turkey time right now. That's how good the hunting is down there. But we're going to give away uh, a late season archery hunt, whitetail deer hunt, uh, to auction off, and uh, that's three thousand bucks. Three, uh, and that's your food, your lodging, uh, your guiding. Uh, it's getting you to and from your hunting area. Uh, it's everything except your tag. Okay, so I, I'm, I, I was going to try to get Donovan to donate it, but Donovan's done so much. I said, you know what? Let me see. If I can find one of my, one of my sponsors on the radio show to, to underwrite that. So who did I think of? Who's got, who's got a great heart? Who's the man? Who's the man that has the million dollar smile? Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Scott Yagi. The force will be with you. It is Obi-Wan. So I called, uh, I called Stewie and I called Dr. Yagi and I said, listen, this is what's going on. This, this person, this, uh, Lacey's just a, she's a million dollar person. She's got a heart of a great mom. She's a great family. Uh, they're part of the Milo locker. You know, that's where I give you those elk sticks from. Uh, I said, we're going to do a benefit for her. She, she had, uh, she's got some stuff going on and, uh, I just really, we want to help him out. And he goes, well, what do you need? I said, can I get you to underwrite a hunt that we're going to auction off? He goes, yeah, done deal. So Dr. Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Brandt and Dr. Williams are going to, they're buying that hunt from Donovan for us to auction off. So they are the sponsor of the week for doing that. And, uh, I can't thank him enough. And, uh, I want to thank Donovan for helping us out. He gave us a little bit of a deal on that hunt as well. So, uh, so that's just two things right there that we're going to have to auction off on June 12th. Now that's not even counting the whole bunch of littler stuff that you're going to be able to do. Uh, we're Ashley and, and Ann are already working on the auction list. Um, I might even throw in something from the respect the game TV. I got, I tell you what, I, I do have a, a brand new, 
uh, game hide, a medium sized jacket that's got Respect the Game TV logoed up. I'll probably throw that on the auction list. That's brand new. Uh, that'll be nice. And, uh, you know, I, we want to do as many, much as we can to help out the Milo Locker and uh, to help Lacey and her family. So please put that on June 12th. Put that on your calendar and uh, from 4 to 7. And please tell your friends about it. Will you do that for me? Share and share alike. Um, we really want that to blow up and uh, that's going to be talked about for a long time. And, uh, you know, when it comes to other people, can you really do enough? You know, it's just, you know, they're, um, there's, there's just nothing I wouldn't do for them. They're just great people down there. You know, and I'll say one more thing. Remember last year when the pandemic hit, remember how hard it was to find meat and stuff. I mean, my little locker, they helped a lot of people out last year. They really did. And they don't, they do stuff for folks that they don't even, they don't even broadcast. I mean, they don't, they don't want exposure or anything else. They, they do it out of the kindness of their heart. And, uh, you know, giving back to people like that, it's, it's really easy to do that. So anyway, mark that on your calendar, June 12th. And we'll tell you more about that as we get a little bit closer. Clint, good morning, Dr. TJ. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for helping on that, TJ. Clint, good to see you. Always good. Jeff Halsey, good to see you back there in Missouri. Got a lot of people watching on Facebook Live today. That's awesome. So let's see. What up? Huh? That's good. That, isn't that wonderful? That's good. Yeah, I, 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 that's my favorite part of the show is when we get to do stuff for people that need help. And uh, I learned a long time ago, it's it, if God gives you a platform, it's good to give back. It really is. And I, maybe that's why we've been on the air 25 years. You know what I'm saying? And maybe help Andrew pay an electric bill once in a while or something. <laughs> hey, don't bring me into this. <laughs> yeah. He brought, good morning, Andy. How you doing there, buddy? You're a turkey hunting already? Hunting with Andy's already turkey hunting in Georgia. Man. I'm jealous. I t we just, uh, Larry and I did a pocket, one of our new podcasts that it's all outdoors podcast. We did, uh, we had, um, <laughs> Phil, uh, Phil Culpepper on and he does a show called the hunt club and he does spring thunder with Realtree. That was a fun podcast yesterday. Well, you got to listen to that podcast. Just for, just remember this cheeseburger. Just remember cheeseburger. That's all I'm going to say. Paul Butsky is watching us right now on Facebook Live. How you doing there, Hall of Famer? Talk about a good class act. There's a good guy right there, Paul Butsky. Morning, Clint. All right, I tell you what, let me hit up one more break. We'll be right back. If you want to call in, we got open line time, 244-1350, 244-1350. If you are out of, out of Iowa and you want to call in, put a 515 on top of that for the area code. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope you having a great Saturday all across the good old U.S. of A. Chris Hartz, lots of prayers for Lacey and family. Have a blessed day off to soccer. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that, and I know the family does too. Morning, Dan Anderson. Morning. All right, let me do the fishing report for uh, brought to you by the fine folks at Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, Blackhawk Lake, the lake is ice-free, courtesy docks are at the Ice House Boat Ramp. Black crappie are fair, channel catfish is fair. 
Uh, I tell you, the catfish bite's really good right now. Uh, a lot of dead shed and stuff are scooping that up. So the fish, the catfish are feeding actively. If you like to go after those whiskers, those whisker fish, uh, brushy fish, brushy, fishy, creaky, brush Creek, brush Creek. Uh, let's see. Ice free 44 to five feet low right now. Courtesy docks are not in at this time. The rest, uh, the West ramp is the best option to launch right now. And let's see. Storm Lake, ice free, black crappie are fair, yellow perch are fair, catfish are fair. And the Des Moines River, Sailorville to Red Rock, Red Rock, not Walk. A walk is what you cook in. A rock is different. Oh, me. Uh, I don't want to do. <laughs> I better not do that. Uh, let's see. Sailorville to Red Rock. Uh, yeah, the walleyes are fair through March. Catch walleyes below the dam from Sailorville to Red Rock. Cast jigs, tip with twister tails, swim baits, or live minners. Northern pike are fair. Catch pike below the dams near the mouths of the creeks entering the rivers. So there you go. That's your fishing report for the day. Brought to you by the fine folks at Sportsman's Warehouse. Where you can find Jake from State Farm. How about that? So, Oh, man. So anyway, so turkeys, I got all my tactic cams rigged up. I can't. I got, I'm going to use a 5.0. Uh, when I'm out there, uh, doing the old, uh, turkey deal, I've got it on a, on a, uh, fourth arrow camera and POV stake, a point of view stake, and it just screws right on. It's really cool. So I'm, what I'm going to do is put that about 10 or 12 yards off from my decoy set. And then, uh, you know, I love about my tactic cams is I got one remote and it can work up to five cameras. So I'm going to have another camera inside the blind with me that I'm going to have. It's a, it's called a 5.0 wide. And I'm going to have that up sitting down, looking down at me. So like when, whenever I'm calling or if I got turkey action, I'm just going to hit that remote and my remote on my camera on the POV stick will turn on. And if they start, if I do get them to come in, I'm going to capture all that footage right at the decoys, which is going to be awesome. And then I'll have all that, the second angle for the TV show, I'll have that camera down looking at me and then I'll have my main camera that I'll be running. And then I'll just have to grab my bow and and shoot him in the head. So I'm really looking forward to this. I got, I got all Larry, when Larry was up here a couple weeks ago for the deer classic, um, we went and reset the resolution. The thing I like about tactic cams, you can actually set that resolution up on those cameras and the battery life is a little bit better than what I had. Some of the other cameras, the little POVs that I was using and, uh, I love them. They're just, they're really good. Now, when I get out to Kansas, if we have nice weather, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a while because Larry was giving me, giving me trouble. Larry and Ryan, they like to, uh, they like to act in like, you know, like they're running and gunning with a bow, you know? And I, I hate doing that myself because I got so much gear, but Ryan and Paul, uh, Ryan and Larry, you know, they're, they're filming, you know, one's the, the hunter while I'm doing all that myself, but I'm going to try it this year because because Larry was giving me so much trouble. I'm going to try and just hunt outside without a blind. So if the weather's nice, I've got a little, uh, I've got a little portable blind I'm bringing with me that will sit in front of me that I can, I can block some movement. And then what I'll do is, um, lint or, uh, tactic cam, their mounts for their cameras has got a little deal that you can clip right to a tree limb. So what I'm going to try and do is get next to some cedar trees. And then I'm going to cut them. I'm going to cut me a hole out there. Morning, John Thompson. Good to see you, buddy. I'm going to cut a shooting lane out 
and then I'll, I'll get back into that cedar a little bit to hide and I'll put that little rollout blind in front of me. And then what I'll do is I'll put that one tactic cam that's going to shoot down or I'll put it behind me. So it'll get some back action. So it'll show what I'm doing if I'm glassing or calling or whatever. And then, um, I'll have my main camera up on the tripod and then I'll put my decoys out at 10 yards. So I, if I do that, I'm going to be really close and the birds, I'm going to have to wait till that bird's in full strut and he's turning around before I'm going to be able to draw. Cause if I try to draw when he's, they're going to, they're going to put off, they're going to see me. So that's, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I'm going to, if the weather's nice, I'm going to try it. So it is nice to not be in a blind because you can see everything better. That's why I like hunting in a tree stand better than a ground blind. Um, now they do have ground blinds now that they have surround view that you can see all the way around. That does make it a little bit better, but, uh, you know, I'd rather be out and stuff as long as, you know, if it's raining, I can't do it. Cause I don't want to get my, my camera, my big camera wet. That's, it's going to ruin my camera and, and I'm so sweet. I'll melt, you know, sweet things melt in the rain, right? A little late on that, weren't you? <laughs> well, just because you did it twice doesn't it make it any better. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come on, man. Hey, do that. Uh, you know, I should have done. We we got a special announcement. Do that. Uh, no. Well, let me hear it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like that little clip that we do. That little blip. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ooh, Scoopage. Yep, Scoopage. June 12th, 4 to 7, the Milo Locker Benefit. Put that on your calendars. I'm not going to go through the whole thing again. <laughs> Mountain Man goes, sweet things, sweet things melt laughing out loud. What are you saying about, man? Huh? What are you saying, boy? Come on. You got something to say? Say it. Yeah. I'll get you up in Colorado. I think you went and said it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love those guys from Keystone Outdoors. They're, they're, I, the, the Chris and and Steve and, and Matt and Mountain Man. And, and uh, I met those guys at ATA last year. And we just became pretty good buddies right there and there. Because uh, the outdoor group, Elite and... Slick Trek sponsor their show and stuff, but every night after the show, we were having we were having a beer and and chicken wings. You know oh. me, I I'm done after a beer, but great you know, combo. Yeah, my back was killing me from standing on that concrete all day. So, oh, I bet. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm not going to turn down chicken wings, man. Of course not. Yeah, but we just sat there and we talked about you know marketing and branding and you know uh, hunting. You know, and you know we just became buddies. I. That's the thing I love about what I do or my industry that I, I work in. I, I really do. And I'm sure a lot of it's like that in other businesses, but you know, when you're, when you're in the outdoor industry, it's a real small family. I mean, there's just not a ton of people in the outdoor industry and you get to meet some class acts, you get to meet some buttheads too. But I mean, it, it's a, it's a rarity that that happens, but 90, I always say 90% of the people in the outdoor industry are just super nice people. And, uh, I, I love those guys at Keystone Outdoors. So I'm, I'm anxious to get out there and hunt with them again. Charles, good morning, Jeff. At your age, isn't walking and gun, isn't it walking and gunning? R, R, R. Oh, good one, Jeff. Good one. Walk, walker and gunning. Walker and gunning, you know. Yeah. Can you just be quiet, Jeff? 
<laughs> Good day, sir. Absolutely. Now, all right, uh, we got one more big break. Let me take this one big break, and we come back. I got some other stuff to throw at you. The break is brought to you by the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers. I'm the butthead laughing aloud. Yeah, I would. I didn't say that, Rob, but I, since you said it, I'll agree with you. You're the butthead. Would you get rid of that? That and that stupid donut hole thing. Uh, Herman's Fine Jewelers, Donnie and Frank, 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. If you need something for a special occasion, you know, we got Mother's Day coming up. We got Easter, uh, 222-2600. They've been helping Iowans for 39 years. They can help you too if you go out there. 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. If you get, uh, you got something you want to make uh, uh, like a custom piece, like my elk ivory, uh, they did that for me. They can do that for you as well, and they also have on-site jewelry repair. And, hey, if you need a new bow, uh, if you need a new trolling motor or whatever, if you got stuff laying around that you just don't wear anymore, well, don't don't let it take up space. Take it over to Herman's and get you some new gear for the outdoors. They'll do that for you, too. All for you at Herman's Fine Jewelers. Tell Donnie and Frank I sent you. They're super nice people. We'll be right back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to What's It Out There is Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in, uh, watching us on Facebook or tuning in. We got uh, we got a brand new Tacticam FTS unit filmed through your scope. We're doing it for trivia today. Boy, whoever wins that is going to be happy, happy, happy. So uh, we got to figure out. I'm still trying to contemplate my, my question. So... Oh, what was that? I can't. I don't have my headphones on. What? What was squirrel. it? Squirrel. Squirrel. No, that wasn't a squirrel. All right. So let's see. Uh, YouTube contest. Yes, we still have our YouTube contest on Respect the Game TV. The next up, we need about 200 more subscribers, and then we're going to give away that Camp Right camping package. So just go to YouTube and look up Respect the Game TV and become a subscriber. And if you look on, if you look under videos, it's going to have a video of me telling you how to enter. And I'll, I'll just let you do that. And then as soon as we do that, we're going to uh, get two more, 200 more people. And then we're going to draw that camp ride package. And then after that, we're giving away that whitetail and antelope hunt to Montana at trophies plus outfitters. And whoever wins that is going to get a thousand dollar elite bow too. So that's, that's a $6,500 prize folks, just for watching us on YouTube. How about that? Huh? Go check them out. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, thanks to Trophies Plus, Elite, Grizzly, and Game Hide for doing that for us. We appreciate that. It's too early to do mail. We got a mail segment next hour. Yes, we do. Jeff Kerr is the guy that we're going to tell you who wrote it. Uh, the guy named Jeff Kerr. Sent me a yeah. sent me a, an email, Jeff Kerr. That's who's got the question this week. So we'll do that after the break. So what's everybody doing today? Are you out fishing? Are you out uh, scouting? A little early to turkey scout, but they're gobbling their heads off in the morning though. I bet they're just toying they're do- with you. They're doing their thing. Donovan said down in Kansas, it's like it's like it's like uh, uh, it's uh, it's unbelievable the amount of gobblers and. They're already starting to separate, break up and stuff. And 
That's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that because what is the 20th of 10 days from now, I'll be in Kansas. So, All right. Yeah. I'm but happy. And those days can't tick down fast enough for you. Well, it's probably more. It's probably 13 days. 10 or 13. It's in their ballpark somewhere. So. That's at the point where it gets tantalizingly close, yeah. but it's still too far out. Yeah, it's, it's, it can't get here fast. I wish you could just fast forward. Yeah. Wouldn't what? it be nice if you could fast forward and rewind? Yeah. <laughs> fast forward and rewind time a little bit now. Hey, uh, congratulations to all the gang at Drake uh, Drake Basketball. They yeah. did well. Yeah. They, that, that was a good game. And then when's Iowa play? Today. Today. When's Iowa State playing? <laughs> that's a good one. Here, uh, that <laughs> See, I don't have a dog in this hunt. I really don't. It's just my wife went to Iowa State. So I love you, Jenny. <laughs> she, I, I, I'm sure I just I'm sure I just got I got in trouble there. There you go. You're in the doghouse now. Hey, there uh, you go. Arlie's no, putting I'm... in a new furnace there. Good morning, buddy. Ooh, new furnace? Brian says 525 today. They're playing. That's the right. Hawks. On the first moved up here, I was on HO. And I said, what did I say? I said the Iowa State Hawks <laughs> and the Iowa Cyclones. I, I, I inverted it. <laughs> I never got so many emails in my life. Hey, go back to Missouri, yeah, you redneck. You know? <laughs> yeah. One time. You know? Now cut that out. I didn't mean it. That's funny. You're the first person, and again, I've lived in Iowa a lot. Mo- most. Well, of Well, you're my from life. Iowa. Yeah, I'm, I'm from St. Louis. Man. Most of my life, I've lived in Iowa, so yeah. I can. It's it's hard for me. But I've never heard anyone else say it. That I, yeah, I I just I had it backwards. You know, I didn't say anything bad about you and I. There you, you go. Know, and when the Missouri Tigers were beating Iowa teams all the time, I never said nothing about that. Missouri Tigers. You know. Uh, I think you're a little delusional. Mizzou. Yeah, I don't. Like, come on, man, Mizzou. I thought didn't Mizzou beat Iowa a couple times? A couple times they did. I will give you a couple times. Yeah, huh? that, that's what I was thinking. I, and I don't really like. I said I I root for all of them. I hope I hope Iowa State does good. I hope Iowa does good. I hope you and I does good. I hope Drake does good. All the work, you know, have a have a good time. Hey, we got to go. Speaking of good times, we come back. We're going to talk with David from Arctic Ice, and uh, we'll do that mailbag segment. Talk to Smoke and Joe. And uh, we'll uh, do trivia before we get out of here next hour. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to hour number two of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. I want to thank everybody. Then go check out the new Elite Encore, Elite uh, Remedy, or you can also check out the Result or the Ember. All really good choices for you to get out the with this fall or spring. And uh, tell them Outdoors Dan sent you, huh? Go check them out. You can check them out at Archery Field and Sport over at Sportsman's Warehouse, or just go to EliteArchery.com. You can do all that and see what's going on. Good morning, Richard. I, guys, I, I was just kidding about the, the, the thing. I, I, you know, go Iowa, go Iowa State. No dog in that hunt. I was just teasing. Settle down there. Settle down. Settle down. Yeah. 
<laughs> Good morning, Richard. Uh, I'm telling you. Uh, I said go Nebraska or or go uh, go uh, go Oklahoma. Yeah, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, that's the one thing you. The worst thing you could do. Who is Iowa's number one arch enemy? Nebraska. I'd say Nebraska. Right now, there's there's just a lot of heat between Nebraska and Iowa. Is that what it generally. is? Generally, I mean, they're Iowa, Iowa State. That's, you know, I, I'd say right now at this current time, it's number two. What? At, it's number two in the rivalry category. Iowa and Iowa State. Iowa and Iowa State. So, Iowa's biggest rival right now, I would say, is Nebraska, especially in since football they're in, or basketball or both. I, anything. Anything. I mean, anything. It doesn't matter. How come you and I don't get no love? You and I. Oh, they're they're just kind of. I mean. I don't know. And what team is ranked number two right now in the in the March Madness? Iowa. I okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Iowa is. Uh, I give credit to the wrestling team that they they're having one great season right now. They're having a good wrestling year, and they have a couple All Americans in wrestling so far. Yeah, through the tournament, so got to give them some love too. There yeah, you go, right. Brian. As far as I know, the concealed carry law is in the Senate, or it just got out of the Senate. I, I think it's a, it's going to be a done deal. That's the last I heard of it. Skippy Peterson, I saw those sheds you got out there at Mike and Esther's place, the Trophies Plus Outfitters. Man, that's awesome. Get out there and get going, man. Jeff, good morning. Hey, we got uh, we got David on the line over there at uh, Arctic Ice Central. How you doing there, David? Hey, outdoors, Dan. What's going on? Um, I'm getting in trouble. I I, I was uh, I, I was poking the bear. I was poking the bear. I call, you know I told everybody when I first moved up here 20 years ago. I said one of the first foo bars that I did is I I switched the teams. It was Iowa State Hawks and the Iowa Cyclones, and it's it's the it's the Iowa State Cyclones and the Iowa Hawkeyes. And you know, and I learned right. my, I learned my lesson. It was only one time in 20 years. Come on, give me a break. You know, but the, everybody's all fired up now. Right. I, I, from what I gather, they're doing pretty well in the uh, in the tournament. Iowa's ranked number two. They're a two oh, really? seed. Yeah, yeah. I, they're the two seed. Yeah. I have not kept up. Yeah, that's all right. Just, just just don't say go <laughs> volunteers. Okay. Uh, I'm not here. I'm a Memphis guy. So uh, you're you're a what? Where my blue, where my, where Memphis University of Memphis. Oh, okay. There where you go. Football. We're a football uh, school now. Yeah. It used to be a really good basketball school, but it's uh, falling off. Penny Hardaway's our coach, and uh, it's fallen off over the past uh, couple of years. But we're building back, right? Absolutely. Always building back. Hey, right. you know, Artie Geist is all about college teams. You got you got, you got got Artie Geist for every every college team color out there, don't you? We used to. Uh, is, that, that is that over with? a limited time. Yeah, we did that for a limited time a few years back, but... Uh, did you get some? Did you get your uh, your uh, yellow and black? Uh, yeah, I got yellow and black for the Hawks, and then uh, you sent me some red for the Cyclones. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The, I didn't know the that. Cyclones. Was we actually. Yeah, we did that. We only did it for a limited time early on. Uh, we did it probably. I think we took that off a few years ago. Yeah, but, we gave uh, those away on the show. You know, those, those went really well, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we may so, bring that back. Limited time, limited numbers. You just never know. Yeah. So. You got you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. So what's new? What at Ar- want, I haven't had you on in a while. What's new with Arctic Ice? I mean, uh, new. I you guys. Last time I talked, you had some new sizes or or how size or weights. What do you want to? How how do you? Um, 
Well, we call it XXL. It weighs 10 pounds, and uh, it replaces a bag of ice. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a, that's kind of the whole thing, an entire bag of ice with one ice pack. Isn't that pretty nice? You know that thing's a and that, lifetime guarantee. That thing's a that thing's a beast, man. I, that that you put two of those in a big cooler, you're good for a week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, people love these, these uh, especially guys that are outfitters, uh, guys who are doing like you know anybody might be guiding, uh, fishing, you know, uh, the captain stuff like that. It's uh, you know it's a crucial part of what you gotta have in your boat anyway. And on top of that. You don't have to go to the store and buy it every time. You just pull it out of your freezer, put it in your uh, cooler, and you're good to go. You know that's what's cool about the whole thing is that it makes it uh, pretty easy to get up and get going fishing in the morning. You just throw everything in the cooler, head to the lake, and you're good to go. Yeah, when I got my milk last year in Colorado, I had my hundred uh, 150 quart grizzly, and I put two right. of those in the bottom, and then I had some five pounders of, of Alaska or I'm sorry, the the tundras. Um, I think the the bottom ones, the the big ones were uh, were um, the Alaskans, and I had those on the very bottom, and then I put my tundras on the top. And again, when I got home, um, all my elk was froze. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, we, had, we had to bone it out on the mountain. We didn't quarter it like I did the first one I got. We actually had to bone it out because back in, and right. I mean, it was meat sack after meat sack after meat sack of elk meat. And, uh, but boy, I tell you, David, that, that stuff, it was nice. And I mean, it was nice and hard. I mean, it was, I didn't have to worry about any spoilage with that, with the, with those 10 pounders in there. Well, that's the idea. I mean, that's, that's the main thing I've heard you say a lot of times on your show that, you know, the best way to have the best tasting game on your table is how you take care of it in the first few hours after you kill it. Oh, it all starts in the field. uh, It all starts in the field. You have to field dress that animal, get that hide off of it, get that meat cooling down. Make sure you don't get a lot of debris inside the cavity. And, you know, and that's another thing, too. You know, we talk, we probably don't talk about this enough. Um, and one of the things that I love about with Arctic ice, you know, you people's, you know, they throw in ice bags and stuff in the chest cavities of the deer or the elk or the bear. And then when they get back, the, it's just a sloshy mess in your cooler. It stinks. You don't have any of that with Arctic ice. And your meat, right. your meat is going to be pristine. It's, it's going to be really good table fare. Perfect. I like being able to contribute. You know, yeah. glad that we have a product that can uh, that does things like that. That you know, when we when we started this, we had no idea what people would use it for. But we're finding you know new uses. Oh yeah, I used this. We had a trucker who sat on one. I don't know what he sat on it for, but he he bought it and he liked to sit on it going down the road. <laughs> who knows what? I, <laughs> I, I don't want to speculate. Maybe maybe. It, Maybe he had a bad back. You never know. But uh, no idea. But uh, but anyway, yeah, it's good to be able to offer a solution and also know. You know, that's that's one of the keys and one of the things that we're we're committed to is making a product that's going to be long lasting. You know, it's a lifetime guarantee that our manufacturing uh, doesn't mess up. Yeah, that's the whole thing. We feel so that's you know, and we'll be able to grab it every single time you grab it. It does the same thing it did last time, and you can put it right back in the freezer. That's the whole key, you know. So, uh, you know, we may, may not sell as many that way because you're not obviously using them up, but uh, but it still works every time you need it. Well, everybody stocked up after we had that derecho thing come through, and everybody was out of power for five or six days. It was nice to have frozen ice, Arctic ice stuff. You know, you could throw it in your cooler, and you know, you didn't lose any meat or anything out of your freezer for five or six days. Everything stayed nice and cold. 
absolutely had we've had a great stories come back from people. One guy in the Keys had a great story. His bait, he was terrified. He'd open his bait freezer. Mm-hmm. It was still frozen. Everything was still frozen after he had uh, after the hurricane had come through the last time. Of course, he had it packed with and all his bait. So when he uh, uh, opened it back up, he said the ice was melted. He said, but all the food or, or all the food, fish food, was still frozen. Mm-hmm. So he was he was thrilled. So this didn't sink up when he uh, he opened everything up. So. No. So are you getting ready to go turkey hunting? I am. We have. I saw about. Mm, I've got two or three toms I keep seeing in the big field. Uh, you know what I'm talking. Big bottom. We have a bottom. It's uh, kind of narrow. It's about a mile long on our farm, and uh, but I keep seeing two or three toms out there. But I saw about twenty hens the other day. So. Uh, uh, I'm imagining that they're all hand up still. We're about mm, two weeks from season opening. So yeah. we opened the first weekend of April. Yeah, we had Philip uh, Culpepper on from uh, from the Hunt Club and uh, Real Tree Spring Thunder on, on the podcast yesterday. And he was hunting in Mississippi. They just got back from Florida and they 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 just they went crazy on Osceola's. They got six of them. Um, they said, they said the Osceola hunting was really good, but Mississippi, it's been really hard because they had those tornadoes and storms come through where you, what you're talking about. And he said that, uh, they're still bunched up and in Mississippi, we're still hinned up pretty bad and still grouped up together. So hopefully that starts shaking off here in the next day or two. Cause I know Georgia's open now and, uh, right. you, you know, we got, we got about 10, 13 days before Kansas opens up. Nebraska opens up on the 25th of March. So that's next week. So it's getting it's getting here closer. We just need to get a little some some better weather. Yeah, absolutely. It's different. I tell you what, it's, it, it seems it, it. I'm I'm really excited about it this year. You know, last year it was a weird it was a weird time because of the pandemic and everything going on. So uh, it you know, but this year I'm really fired up to be out there. And uh, it looks like we're on the backside of this thing. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. And uh, we're on the backside of this thing. Uh, everything can be open. Uh, people can travel. You can go where you need to go and hunt where you want to hunt. Uh, I'm just excited about it, though. Maybe it's just the whole fact that we're kind of on the backside of all this. Well, no, I, we were happy to have the Iowa Deer Classic. I mean, I mean, it, Friday and Saturday were very well attended, a little slow, but that's because it was so nice out. It was almost right. 70 degrees. I mean, it was just beautiful. But yeah, it was it was nice to see everybody just you know being being back to normal a little bit, and uh, you get a chance Absolutely. to you know see and um that's what it's all about but you know ter- um crappie the crappies are already biting uh, table rock in missouri um truman mark twain uh, yep. are doing really well for crappie uh the small ponds and lakes around here and some of the river fishing's turning up um the ca- uh, the crappie bite's been phenomenal i'm hoping to get out um uh, i'm hoping to get out in the next couple of days and maybe try and do a little crappie fishing myself so really are you uh so are you uh, part of the crew that does the, uh, what's it called, the, uh, uh, where they can see the fish on the screen and then they cast out to them. Well, I bought, I just bought a boat. Um, I won't get yeah. it till the end of May cause I'm going to be too busy to, I, I bought it up in Minnesota, uh, Ray's Marine in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Shout out to Eric at Ray's Marine. I got a 2020 and I'm folks, I'm not bragging. I just, I, I sold my other boat a couple of years ago and I stashed the money cause I wanted to get a little bigger boat with a center console once I saved a little bit more money up. But um, I uh, I bought a center console or a center a steering wheel drive uh, Lund Angler SS. This is a 16 and a half foot boat, and it's a little wider in the back than the, the other one that I had. 
It's got a 50 horse Merc on it on the back. And I got it for $19,300. And everybody around here wanted 25, 25, 26,000. And I said, Eric, how much did you say that boat is? He goes, I'll give it to you for 19,3, Dan. And I said, so it's like, wow. it's like five, six grand cheaper than what I could buy locally here. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to drive seven hours to save that kind of money. That's crazy. Absolutely. In a heartbeat, I'd drive that far. Yeah. That's, uh, in, like we've discussed in the past, you can't find used boats anymore. You know, no. everybody is, uh, everyone's fishing. Well, that's why fantastic. I, want, I love that. Yeah. But, that's uh, why I wanted to buy new. Cause you can't find a good, decent used boat with the pandemic. Everybody's hunting and fishing to get out to do something. Everything got dried up, you know, but to answer your question, I did put the, I did put live scope, the Garmin live scope on the bow. Uh, Okay. Live scope. I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. And then I, I got, uh, on my center console, I'm going to have a a regular GPS, uh, Garmin unit. So, but that live scope, uh, I had Denny Brower on the other day and Shaw Grigsby. We had, we had Jonathan Van Dam on the podcast the other day and Jonathan was just, telling Larry and I all about that. So I had to get one. Are they, uh, so do they use it bass fishing too? Oh yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. He's a crappie fishing. All the yeah, time. yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, every professional has got that. Live. I mean, it's, it's crazy or, or a version of live scope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Live scope, well, live scopes, Garmin. I believe that's trademarked to Garmin. Lawrence is some, called something else and hummingbirds is called, but it's pretty much the same stuff. I should have seen this coming. I, I remember I was at a, uh, Table Rock, no, it wasn't Table Rock, it's uh, Lake Texoma uh-huh. uh, Bass Tournament. Probably about three years ago, we sponsored a, a tour that went through there. And uh, I remember watching the Carmen guys were set up with their with their equipment and so forth. I remember watching, and they were showing at that time, this was probably three, maybe four years ago, they were showing how precise their instruments were. You could see, they're saying, look, you could see this jig, they, and they basically you know, had a video of their screen, but they threw the stick. You can see the jig fall through the water and then move up and down on the on the, uh, on the bottom. I was like, "Wow, that's incredible!" And I guess they just from that point figured all this out. And uh, boy, I tell you what, there's guys around here who are absolutely filling boats up with crappie. They are catching them right and left. So uh, uh, it apparently works. So, oh, it does. You know what this means, David? That means I'm going to be able to watch the walleye flip me off and stuff in the water. That's- <laughs> That's that's exactly you know they're gonna give me the fin man yeah it's just I I love walleye fishing but walleye fishing does not like me I they drive me absolutely up a wall I it's like how do I'm, I know there's fish there I can mark them and it's like I can't and then what am I doing wrong I've tried different colors different presentations and now the only thing is I'm actually gonna be able to see it's a walleye and you know giving me the fin so you need to watch Good the review debate yeah exactly. It, it is what it is, you know. Just, That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. It is what it is. Hey, uh, hang on, Dave. i got to hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. i got a few years on me now. All right. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. We're visiting with our friend David out at Artie Geist out in Tennessee. What's going on, David? You still there? I am still here, Dan. Oh, what's going on, sir? Nothing. Hey, uh, so we talked a little bit about, you know, the cooler applications and stuff, but, you know, we're getting into fishing season a little bit more now. A lot of folks, uh, I think, still haven't thought and putting those into their live wells to keep their fish more viable. 
Um, and I, one of the things that I actually picked up for walleye fishing, uh, last year was these little mini minnow coolers that have built in aerators in them. And I took, I took one of the one, is it one pound or half pound? What's the smallest ones? It's, uh, uh, the top three quarters of a pound. The okay. next one is a pound and a half, yep. two and I, a half. Okay. Three quarter. I took two of those little ones and I put them in the bottom and I'm telling you what, I had minnows that lasted two or three days with those inside that little cooler. I, it, it really worked well. Well, you know, the, and someone explained to me early on, uh, they were asking me, you know, is there a bass, you know, live wells? And I didn't understand the whole concepts because I wasn't a big bass fisherman. I like to fish, but, you know, I don't realize you got to keep bass alive. You got to weigh them. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't know all that back in the day. So, uh, and they said, yeah, the cooler the water is, the better it holds oxygen. The more oxygen, the less stress on the fish. They live longer, so you can uh, present them at their weigh-in, and you don't get dinged when it comes to uh, to your, your weight. And I was like, oh, okay. So, but yeah, that's that's the whole key is keeping keeping them cool. You know, uh, you guys use a lot of night crawlers up there too, right? Well, I don't, but a lot of folks do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another good, you know, uh, using the Alaskan series because it's not terribly cold. Under the uh, night crawlers, that way your night crawlers, you know, your box of night crawlers or you know, whatever container, stays cold enough that they don't get all hot and gooey and die in the boat. So yeah. that's another good way of using it. You know, uh, we did come out with the chilling disc. I think you've got some of those. I'm not sure. They're designed to fit perfectly in a five gallon bucket. The reason we did it is we kept, you know, I was at shows and you go to these trade shows, you see all sorts of new products, and I I was seeing these round coolers, you know, mm-hmm. shaped like a bucket, you know, and I thought, you know what, if that takes off, I want to be the guy that has the ice pack for that. So we went ahead and developed the shape and size that fits perfect in there. It's easy to get in, easy to get out. And, uh, sure enough, you know, it, it works perfect. It would also work in an application. Let's say you got your bait bucket, you know, you throw your night crawlers in the bucket. Every fishing boat has a bucket, right? Right. Just to keep your pliers in, you know, you, you can throw this in the bottom of it, put your night crawlers, whatever else on there on top of it, you're good to go. It's going to keep them all cool while you're fishing. Or if you just want to turn a bucket into a cooler for a few hours when you're out on the lake, another great idea. Put some in there, put your drinks on top of it, maybe shake a little ice on top of that. It's going to keep the ice cold longer, and it's going to keep your drinks all cold, and you didn't have to bring a great big bulky cooler. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, well, no, Another I, application. yeah. And I know a lot of, I know a lot of pro fishermen are actually using those in their live wells. Um, I know Denny and Shaw's talked about them before too. So, right. Yeah. Shaw's been a fan for a while. Yep. And what a great guy. Yeah. He's yep. a good guy. And then, you yep. know, I, 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 if you watch wicked tuna, uh, and some of those other shows on national, yep. I've seen some Arctic ice on there once in a while too. I don't know if you knew that or not. I have not. No, I need to keep my eyes open. Yeah. They had them in one uh-huh. of those small coolers. I saw some in there. So it sure looked well, like, it, yeah, it sure looked like it was Arctic guys. So, well, I met the guy, you know, big head of hair and big beard, kind of a, a thick guy. I don't want to call him fat, but, uh, I, I met him at a, at a show, uh, years ago, met him and the guy from, um, uh, the younger kid that has the boat up in, uh, New Hampshire from New Hampshire or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Met those guys at a show. They were nice, nice guys. It's a good show, you know. I like like all of them. A lot of the drama is, you know, not not as dramatic as it really is, or yeah. is it? Uh, but as they portray it to be, but uh, it's still a fun show to watch. I enjoy. It. Well, you got to have some drama. I mean, you're out there for 15 hours. You know, some of them times it's seven, eight hours between bites. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a lot yeah, of time. That's, uh, I've never caught a big tuna. I was talking with, I was sitting, uh, having dinner last night and with some friends. One of the guys had been to, uh, uh, fished out of South Louisiana out of Venice, and he was showing some of the tunes they caught down there, big yellow fins. And wow, you talk about a massive fish. Caught a 220 pounder while they were there. Not just like, that's a ton of meat. A oh, ton it, of meat. Yeah, it's like those Minnesota walleye. They're, that's about the same size, and I get them in the boat. <laughs> yeah, those 35, those 35 inches, David, man, they put up, a, you know, it's four hours before you get them in the boat, man. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I don't know anything about walleye fishing. You could be telling the <laughs> truth. You could be lying. It sounds like you might be would I, prepared. Would I ever exaggerate at all? Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, hey, I, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna, I know I, I just had Ethan from Grizzly on a little a uh, little bit ago, but uh, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna take those soft sides. I always hate. I take because when I go turkey hunting, I'm out all day pretty much a lot and. I, uh, I right. take, and I, those, uh, little grizzly packs in my, in my soft side grizzly, or I'm sorry, the Arctic ice packs inside my grizzly, uh, soft side that, that my, my sandwiches, my, my diet Mountain Dews, bottle of water, that stuff stays cold all day. And it, it just, yeah. it, it helps you stay out there longer too. That drifter 20 yeah. that they make yep. the soft side, yeah uh, Isaac, you know, who is a part of the head of sales there, he sent me a picture one day uh, that our five-pounder, uh, the Arctic Ice five-pounder, fits perfect in the bottom. And then you put and the other one in the lid. Net. Yeah, you put a, a, a two-and-a-half-pounder in the lid, and yep. you can put about 15 to 18 uh, if you need that much water uh, or uh, bottles. And it's pretty. It's a really neat little – I've got – actually, I have two of those. I really, really like that cooler. So yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, and if folks, have, you know, some people, there's a netting in the lid. You can slide that two and a half pounder. I, I put a Tundra on the bottom and a and a Alaskan on top, and you're gonna that's all day. When you get back that night, you're still gonna have your stuff and your whatever. I put my elk sticks in there, I sandwiches. Uh, I'll put a couple Diet Mountain Dews, a water, um, and I don't know some jerky, whatever you know. I'm gonna have in there, but I don't I don't ever have to worry not being cold, David. That's great. They make a good cooler. Uh, I, I feel like we make a great ice pack and. The two together, you really can't can't miss with that. So, well, even when I go fishing, you know, when I well, when I have a my when I get my boat, I'll have that on the boat because you're out there all day. You're gonna want something cold, or you want to, you know, you get hungry. Um, you, you, that stuff you you want. And the thing I like about the soft sides with the Arctic ice in them, they're not as cumbersome as a big cooler. They don't take as much room in the boat either. Absolutely, absolutely. I I'm I say I'm a big fan. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. So every yeah, I can't wait. To get I had a phone call while we were on break. A buddy of mine was calling to my wife said he could go fishing. I'm like, yeah, where are we going to go? She said, oh, no, he's going to go fishing on your pond. Yeah, but he, oh, <laughs> I know where oh, he went. He didn't invite me to go. <laughs> he, he did, he, you should go what? You should go. Yeah, I, I have. I'm probably going to. It's it's it's, it's my birthday today, Dan. So I've got, oh, happy happy got birthday. I have to do. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm the same age as you now. So, uh, um, but uh, anyway, I got a few things I got to take care of. Then we're going on a uh, adult. Uh, we're going skating and bowling, and uh, then I think we're going to a wine tasting, which really doesn't mix it with those two. But uh, anyway, uh, so it'll be it'll be fun. It'll just be do fun. what just do what I do. Sneak a diet Mountain Dew in your coat. There you go. Yeah, not much wine person. Yeah. So, uh, 
I, I can, my wife Jenny loves wine. I I can drink a I can drink a glass of like if I'm having an elk steak or some backstraps from deer backstraps, I can have some red wine or something. But you know, one right. glass of what one glass of red wine is is actually good for you. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's actually it's good for two you. or three that make my head hurt. Yeah, I can't so drink. That's... I can drink maybe a glass or a half a glass, and I'm done. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's the. I guess I'm. I'll stick. Uh, like you said, diet Mountain Dews and uh, drink uh, cheap beer. A cheap, you know, just whatever. I'm not a. I'm not a connoisseur. So yeah, I'm not a big drinker. So, you know, people listen to the show. I'm. I'm. I'm not a tea. To- I'll have if I. What Andrew? What if I drink twelve beers a year? I'm lucky. I mean, yeah, that's your max, pretty uh, much. I mean, I just don't. You know, you know if we like, <laughs> we, off. well, I've taken Andrew to a couple Iowa Wild games. Yeah. Uh, if we go to the I Cubs, you know, I'll have a beer and a dog or whatever. Or you know, if I'm in Turkey Camp or Deer Camp, and you know, I might have a one a beer with Donovan or something. But and I and I used to drink a lot of beer when I was in the service. I mean, I just as I got older, I just don't drink as much as I used to. But um, I tell you what, I one of the worst beers you could ever get that I really liked was uh, Schmitz. You ever have Schmitz beer when you were little? No, no, uh, not little, but when yeah, you were younger, little. <laughs> yeah, when you were twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, well, I was eighteen when I was uh, in Tennessee. It was eighteen. Oh, there you go. You know, if you ever yeah, watch I, grumpy old men, they drink Schmitz beer. I, if I ever find a twelve pack of Schmitz beer anymore, I, I'll probably gra- I, just so I could have some grumpy old man beer. Just for the just for the memories. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we got whatever we can steal out of Dad's refrigerator. That's that's what we we got. And usually, I think he tried to deter us from doing it uh, by getting crappy beer, yeah, uh, Sterling and uh, you know, whatever they had. Mickey, and remember, Mouth, remember, remember that. Stag. Yeah, ooh, yeah. He, <laughs> he bought that too. And Olympia, he bought yeah, just whatever was cheap. He threw in there because he didn't yeah. really drink it either. I remember uh, my lot. I remember my grandfather had Ham's Ham's beer, and uh, yeah, when I you know back then you know grand grandpa would give me a sip you know but I, it was all right. <laughs> well, uh, that's a good way to uh, Ham's. Yeah, that's a, that's another cheap cheap beer. But yeah. Hey, speaking of which, you know it's interesting we were talking about beer. We actually have a product that was developed for beer. It's called Chillin' Brew. It was designed to keep beer colder than ice. Yeah, you so, figure that uh, one out. Yeah. yeah what's the what's yeah. the odds, David? <laughs> I know. Amazing that we we'll walk right into that. But uh but yeah, the uh the chilling room, that's what it was designed for. Yeah, it turns out everybody likes it for everything because you know, you, have, you can't have a too cold of a Gatorade or too cold of a well, you can freeze it, but the chilling brew doesn't at twenty at twenty eight degrees, which is a melting point, the point at which it absorbs heat and cools the area around it down to, uh, it's not gonna freeze. Gatorade's not going to freeze soda. So uh, it gets it really, really cold without freezing it. And, uh, you know, nothing better than you can drink when you've been working in the yard or you've been at deer camp working, getting stands set up, putting your food plots, all that stuff. You know, nothing better than having ice or colder than ice beverages when you're ready to take a break and chill out for a few minutes. Absolutely. So, anyway, hey, there you go. Yeah. Hey, thanks for helping on the radio show and the, the podcast. We really appreciate you. And then if hey, someone wants, someone wants to check out Arctic ice, how can they do that? David, they go to our website. That's Arctic dash ice.com. Or they can check us out on Facebook. You can just look for Arctic ice. We're on Instagram too. Uh, look coming up. We're going to have some uh, really cool pictures on Instagram. So, uh, I think, uh, our guy Nico does a great job with that. So you should see some 
pretty cool shots, pretty cool stuff coming up. So, all right, pretty uh, much find us out there. So, all right, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, Dan. You guys have a great, uh, great. Appreciate you guys having us on. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, man. Bye, bye. There he goes, David from Arctic Eyes, eight thirty four and some change. We will be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. I remember when I could broadcast and make sense. It was a good thing. Mail time. Mail time. Wait. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait. Hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. You've you got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You've got mail. Here's the mail, it never fails. Wanna wag my tail? When it comes, I wanna will. Alright, we got mail. It's time for mail. If you're just tuning in for the first time, this is our mail segment that we... Uh, hey, Danny. This is the uh, mail segment that we do every week. If you would like to take advantage of that, just go to my website, OutdoorsDan.com. There's a cartoon mailbox on there. Just click on that. It'll bring my email up. Just send me in the air. <laughs> Nobody's... A, Gary's fishing. Um, just uh, send me a question to read on the air. And if I do that, you're going to win a really nice prize. Uh, Jeff Kerr was nice enough to do that. And Jeff's question is, when gun turkey hunting, what is the best choke to use? Thanks in advance, Jeff Carr, Des Moines, Iowa. So, Jeff, I would tell you to use a either a full choke or a, mm, I would say a full choke. Yeah. And you could do, you could do uh, what's, the, what's the one that... Uh, They've got they've got extended chokes that you could get a little more range of, but honestly, I've always used a full choke. Now, I would say use the choke most comfortable with. When you pattern your shotgun, get out there and shoot advanced turkey choke. Well, I will agree with that. That's a good one, Jim. Uh, get out there and pattern your gun at 25, 35, 45 yards and, you know, just so, you know, turkeys will stop at different you know, different distances. And it really depends on the gauge too. If you're at a 20 gauge, I wouldn't probably shoot as far as I would with a 12 gauge, but you know, I would just say whatever you're comfortable with your shot, your pattern density, 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 <laughs> density, uh, oh, whatever's going to give you the most pellets in the Turkey's head. Okay. And then go from there. But uh, definitely don't want to use a modified, uh, but just, I would say a full or, or, uh, you know, you can get those extender chokes that are, that are, uh, will give you a little bit tighter group out past 35, 40 yards. So anyway, Jeff, you're going to get a workshop sharpener. Congratulations. And that's our mailbag segment. We got Joe Smelter on the line. Hello, part-time. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Full-time. Uh, you know, I, I'm well, I, I, it's nice that you're actually on the show for once. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I just had to attend my daughter's birthday. That's about <laughs> it. Though. Well, you know, you could have your daughter call in. She could do just as good of a job as you can. Oh. She probably would probably do better. <laughs> I know my daughter could do a better job than me. <laughs> yep. She turned three. She's on it. She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. I'm telling you. So. What's going on at, at the rock? Are you, uh, are you giving them, are you just giving them away now or what are you doing? I'm looking out my window right now. I don't, I don't even see any vehicles. So we've, we've given them all away. 
<laughs> are you out, are you out of stock again? Uh, pretty darn. Good. I probably have. I think I have two Silverados on my lot. Wow. Yeah. Sales been that good? They've been they've been good, but they just they can't build them fast enough. That's a thing. So it just is. The, the plants are, they're at full capacity, but it just, it's taken them about two to three weeks before they even hit the lot after they're built. So it's kind of a process because they're built over the border down south and then they get on a train and then come all the way up to Kansas and then they get a you know, get sent out to us and the other dealerships that, that have the trucks. So, I mean, it takes a little time to get them in, but you know, business has been steady, but just, they can't build them fast enough for us to keep stuff on our lot for a, a long period of time. So. Yeah. Well, you know what you do? You take that stimulus check that everybody should have got or, or should be getting and then go see Smeltzer and then just yeah. pick pick out a truck and build it and then they'll build it for you and they'll send it right to Joe and he can deliver it for you. Yep, and then rebates, you can still secure the rebates. So like the rebates now are 4250 on new new trucks. So, you know, those change every single month, but uh, we can secure those rebates now and then, you know, if the rebates are... 5,000 and you know, whatever month it comes and we can give you the better rebates. So you wouldn't get any worse rebates, which is nice. So that's what allowed us to do over the last, you know, six to eight months is to kind of secure rebates, you know, so therefore they don't change and, and go less if they do. So, well, there you go. I can't, so think that's of- what a lot of people have been doing is doing orders just so they can get exactly what they want. They don't have to settle and, and, and just, you know, and they're being patient and getting what they want, which is nice. Yeah, I think next time I trade, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to order mine so I get exactly what I want. Donovan wants to buy my truck down at Triple H Outfitters, so yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll have to see, but I, I need to wait a I need to wait a year or two. They got some I, cool I, green and orange and yellow ones for you. No, nah, I like my red one, but I, I tell you what, I, I will never buy another truck without a six two or bigger engine. I love that six <laughs> two, man. It's it, it'll be really tough to go away from that. That's how a lot of people feel about that engine. It's kind of like going from cloth to leather. I mean, once you experience leather or steering wheel, it's tough to kind of you know go away from that next time around. You get something. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah, so, yeah. Donovan goes, hey, I love I love your truck, man. If you're going to sell it, I want it. I said, well, that's fine. <laughs> I said, but I'm not going to do it for a while. So <laughs> give him a couple weeks, Donovan. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> All right. Where can they find you, Smelter? 1101 Southeast or labor at the rock. And I'll be here till 6 PM today and all next week. All right. Thanks, Joe. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye buddy. Bye. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. Here, uh, we're going to give away, I'm going to take this last break and then the rest of the time we're doing trivia. So I'm giving away this Tacticam FTS system and, uh, and this is really nice. So it's filmed through your scope. And, uh, if you want to, if you're, I'm showing all the fine folks at, uh, on Facebook live right now, what it looks like, but what a cool system by Tacticam. So get ready and I'll give you the question to answer when we come back right here on 1350 ESPN. It's outdoors, Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, that sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge is up on deck. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. They are the sponsor of the week over there in Ankeny. For all your smiles, go see my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry. Today's trivia question is, I have to, I wrote it down. I have to go, what is the quickest I have ever shot a bear when I've been filming bear hunts. And I'll give you a hint. It was with Gary Peck up at Bear River in Deer River, Minnesota. What was the quickest? What? How fast I have an arrow on an arrow? 
and bear hunting. So that's I got to make them gaggle proof because I don't want you to be able to look them up online. So if you know the answer or you want to guess, 244-1350, 244-1350, and the winner is going to get that new Tacticam FTS system to shoot film while you shoot through your scope. Once you look through your scope, you get the film, which is cool. Hi, Stewie. Good. Oh, Matt Stewart. I like Matt. Good guy. Good man right there. So I'm just waiting for Andrew as usual. Yep. See, I would tell you, I would normally do like an advanced family dentistry uh, commercial right now. But since I talked about them so much in the first hour, I don't want to overwhelm everybody. You know? All right. Uh, Slowpoke, you ready? Hey, and Bob's Tools, we're going to qualify people for that honeydew package next week, okay? So, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's over there doing Do you have somebody I can talk to yet? Yeah, he's over there ignoring me. So, it's just you and I. We're sitting here waiting. See, see normally, it's it's, hi, Outdoors Dan, how you doing? This is Andrew. Can I get your name? I'll put you on hold and then... But see, I think he's getting everybody's info ahead of time, and I think that's what's taking so long. So, but we got it. We've only been doing the show twenty years, folks. It'll we're going to have it down to a science soon. Oh, Steve. Okay, Steve is first. Let's go say hi to Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you? Okay. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. You want to take a shot at this uh, FTS system? Yes, please. What's the quickest I got a bear in uh, Minnesota? 33 minutes. That's a great guess, but it's it's not right. But that's a good guess, Steve. Thank, thank you for taking you. a shot. Uh-huh. All right, there goes Steve. All right, let's see. Uh, Tony's up next, I think. Yeah, let's go say hi to Tony. Hi, Tony. Minutes. How many? 18. It wasn't 18, Tony, but that's a good try. All right. All right, we got, we got somebody else lined up. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350. I will give you a hint. It was under an hour and a half. I'll give you another hint. It was longer than 20 minutes. I really thought this would be, I mean, come on. By the time you get in there, let things settle down, get your stuff put up. Morning, Daryl. How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that on the air. No. All right. We got eight eight fifty four. Andrew, I wouldn't take info down until we find out if we got a winner or not. Yeah. He's, he's Andrew, you know, I give Andrew trouble, but he's really, he really does a great job on the show. He really does. Let's go see hi to Jake. Jake, how you doing? Jake? Hello, Jake. Jake? Did we lose hey, Jake? Dan, how you doing? I'm good, Jake. What's your guess? Good. Uh, an hour and 12 minutes. Close, but no cigar. Thanks, Jake. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350. Yeah, hey, Andrew, just put them on the air. Just don't even, just. Yeah. Duh, I'm, go ahead. Hi, this is Dan. Who's this? Hello? Are you there? I'm here. Who's this? It's Ken. Ken, what you thinking? What's the fastest I got an arrow and a bear in Minnesota? 55 minutes. You're really close, buddy, but it's not 55 minutes, okay? All right. Buddy. All right, thank you. 244-1350, 244 Yep. All right. Hi, this is Dan. Who's this? Hey, it's Jim. Jim, what are you thinking? 
Well, I honestly can't hear any of the guesses when I'm calling in. Any chance you can give me the last couple of guesses? Uh, 55 and an hour and 12, and they were both wrong, but they were close. Wow. I was thinking a lot less, Dan. Um, let's go with, good God, uh, an hour five. No, but you're close. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, come on, guys. We got. We only got a few seconds. Yep. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hey. Hi, who's this? John. John, what are you thinking, John? Uh, an hour and eight minutes. No. No, All right. it's less than an hour and five, and it's more than 55. All right? All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. All right, let's see if we got time for more. Yep. Hi, this is Dan. You're on the air. Who's this? This is Buck. Yeah, Buck. What do you think? What'd that last guy guess? Hour and eight minutes, and he was he was long. Hour hour and what? An hour and eight minutes, and he was wrong. But he it, it's between fifty five and less than an hour and five. I'm gonna guess uh, one hour and one minute. You you you're close, but it's that's a negative. Okay. Thanks, thanks. Buck. All right. Get time one more. We got to go. I got to go. It's a, It was an hour. It was 60 minutes. Right on the money. All right. We'll try again next week. We'll see you then. Until then, God bless. Be good to one another. We're all in it together. Bye.